The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Way to go, Chris. And things are already better here at the Star and Frisco. Yes, Savannah has made the open. There you have go. made it. Oh, I'm so happy. You know, and we're always trying to, or I am always trying to spin it positive on this show. Mm-hmm. So Good I luck. Got, I've got one positive right What's off that? the top. Great. How about them Rangers? <laughs> you know, that's so funny. I was talking to my brother last night. I hadn't been checking them out. Uh-huh. And he gave me the whole rundown on how they got topsy-turvy. Uh-huh. We were in trouble yep. two weeks ago. They've like lost four, won six, lost four. Now they've won five in a row again. And so and have a magic number of five. Yeah, the magic number is down to five. I, I, so told, them to give me some, I, I told them give me some information because we don't want to talk Cowboys today. So. <laughs> That's right. So there you go. I've, we got just the right topic. So instead of, a, uh, it's the final week of the baseball season. Instead of playing Cowboys Stampede, we're going to play Cowboys Retreat. No, yeah. no. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's what we're going to do. I was wondering if the Rangers had a stampede song. Yeah. They stampeded Seattle. All right. So might as well jump right in. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else, we jump into the deep end. Jump into the piranha. Uh-huh. Piranha, piranha infested deep end. <laughs> and uh, here we are. You know, there were like five unbeaten teams that lost on Sunday. Mm-hmm. By the end of this night, Uh, Assuming there is a winner and not a tie between Philadelphia and Tampa Bay, there will be three unbeaten, untied teams left in the league. Miami, San Francisco, and the winner of tonight's Philadelphia-Tampa Bay. Miami is going crazy. Now, how how, how do you give up 70 points? How do you score 70 points? Do you have enough and, time and I to thought do last, that? I thought last year's Denver team was the worst coach football team. <laughs> nope. Here comes Sean Payton. I can do better. I mean, that's high I school. I can do worse. That's high school stuff, 70, Man, right? That's HBCU versus Power 5 schools. Come on. <laughs> Gramlin got beat by LSU. They put a 70-burger on us. So. Well, it seems like the major- majority <laughs> what, what, Say that again? 70-burger, yeah. yeah. They put 70-plus on us uh, against uh, LSU. If LSU. It was 70 even, wasn't it? Was it? You know how they did that? No. Ten touchdowns. Wow. Yep. Damn, I couldn't. I never would have thought of that, Bill. It's amazing, man. Did they, did the they have any hollow there. possessions? <laughs> I'm wow. not sure that Miami did yesterday, but we're digressing. Yes, well, we are. Let's, we, let's we continue to digress. To digress. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the Cardinals didn't have any hollow possessions in the first half. That's right. Went five for five. Yep. And how about that run defense, guys? It was amazing. The one that was fixed? Yes. The one that is. Oh, well, I stayed up till 2 o'clock in the morning trying to fix that <laughs> run defense. I looked at it. I've got some details here. All right, we don't have to right. jump right into all that right. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Let's start with some general observations. General observation is every time we do our picks to click, we are always a week behind. We ain't doing those. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to spend any time on any of that We stuff. are horrible uh, when it comes to trying yeah, to figure like, this team out. It's just like Everson. You don't give out game balls when a team loses, and we don't review picks to click. Because or... nothing clicked. <laughs> the scores weren't accurate. What was, what was the, the motto last week? 
put away the anointing oil. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, but <laughs> that's, that's for everybody outside. Right. I'm not giving them that excuse that they went in there all high and mighty and weren't emotionally ready to play. Number one, to me, they had opportunities to win this game despite the injuries. And I know what the injuries on the offensive line did, uh, missing three-fifths of your starters. Uh, all who have been to either at least one, if not uh, eight Pro Bowls. Yeah, all, all, <laughs> and, and, and being replaced by two guys that were making their first NFL starts and had gotten into the NFL as undrafted free agents. So uh, I understand injuries matter, but there were no injuries that affected the run defense on defense, right? I know Diggs was not there. But it was the run defense giving up 222 yards. And I was thinking, man, when is the last time they gave up that many yards or more? Well, they gave up 240 to the Bears last year, if mm-hmm. you remember. But they won. Well, that was, and there was a lot of the quarterback was doing right. a lot of that as well. Well, the quarterback did 44 to start <laughs> the game, true. right? That's true. <laughs> um, and and the, so, worse than the 222 <laughs> was the 182 in the first half. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which was the most since 1981 against. I was gonna say against the Cowboys. Yeah, 1991. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah, it, it may have been us. No, I, no. I was ready to fall on the sword. It, it was nine. <laughs> yeah. It was 1991. <laughs> So the run defense, if, if, if and the, the entire defense, if they had just played average, you you have a chance to win the game, mm-hmm. right? And then what we thought was, you know, one of those things last week with problems in the red zone and goal to go. Well, it's a problem now because now there are three, four, eleven scoring touchdowns inside the red zone. You can't win ball games like and, that. And forget the red zone, the offense. And, and then goal to go, yeah. even worse. But, but I'm talking just in general. How many touchdowns has the offense scored in three games? Six. Right. They've got three passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. One None a, to. One a four-yard pass to Jacob Ferguson. One a one-yard pass to a tackle-eligible tight end, Luke Schoonmaker. And mm-hmm. one in yesterday's game, 15 or 16 yards, whatever 15. it was, to Rico <clears throat> Dowdle. Right. And so none to wide receivers. Well, there should have been one. Yes. And if anybody has the front page of the sports section of the Dallas Morning News, there is a picture of number fifth, number 22 yep. in Michael Gallup's grill. Yes. The ball is about from where I'm at to Savannah. Yeah. He's got his arms reached out, and the guy doesn't turn his head, Does smashes not. into him, and there's a flag. Yep. As and for been. some reason, they picked it up. What did they say about that at the press conference? They didn't say uh, 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 Dak. I, I meant the post game. Dak, yeah. ta- uh, he tap danced around it, mm-hmm. saying you would have well, liked that call or something. Well, like that. but the first thing, to his credit, what Dak said was he should have thrown the ball. Should have, yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah, was a little underthrown, yeah. so yeah, he was kind of put it. But still, it's very catchable. Yeah, it's it's interference. It was catchable, but. He, as he said in his press conference afterwards, he should have got it out quicker, got it out ahead mm-hmm. of Gallup where he's making the catch in the mm-hmm. end zone. But uh, regardless. But, but, yeah, I mean, but then he said, you know, Michael Gallup had the best perspective of everybody on it <laughs> because he was the one that had the guy in and, his and, grill. And since I'm, we just started there, the holding on Micah Parsons, 
Don't tell me the hold was at the one-yard line. The hold was from the Man, goal line into wow, the end zone. That really got me. That was a safety. I'm, I'm, I'm up here doing the Elmo Wright dance, touchdown celebration. I'm thinking, oh, we're going to get this safety right, right now. I'm just waiting on them to get together, talk it out, and he's going to come back with And, this. by the way, I can't wait to talk to John Fossil because I can't find the hold on Harper on the punt return. Oh, that was a hold. Where? It was uh, on the release after the snap. It wasn't during the return. Yeah, I know, because okay. that's why they marked it from where he caught no, the ball. No, he, he, he was. engaged with him, and then it's hard and, to and tell. And he wouldn't let the, go. Yeah, he wouldn't let go. When the guy turned, he pushed him down. Well, no, he. I think it was a, a jer- he had jersey. He had jersey. Okay, I didn't And, and I hey, you know that. me, Spags. I'm with you, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I know. But that, that was a legitimate call. That was a legitimate call. I think you can call one of those on every. That, and that is another point. It's a legitimate call, but do you call that? As diligently as you should. But anyway, the the fact that they had opportunities to win the game and, and got beat 28-16, and even though they're in the game when it's 21-16 with 9.33 to go, you don't have to give up a 69-yard pass to somebody no one even bothered to cover. Was it man-to-man or zone? Well... Someone was playing I man. I saw Gilmore playing man. He was. And everybody else was playing, like zone. playing zone. So he followed his man inside. Right. He should have been deep third. And nobody was there. I thought he should have been deep I, third. I think. Yeah. I think because sometimes right. they'll have a, a defense to where there's zone one side and then there's man one side. So maybe that was one of those defenses. I have no idea. Well, it wasn't a good defense. It was not. It was was a bad call. So I mean, 10 c- penalties in this first half. Oh, God. In, in the game. Yeah, in thir- the first 13, half. 13 in the game, oh, yeah, yeah, 10 yeah, okay. in the first half. I mean, what are your perspectives on just that first half as a whole? I mean, that definitely set us back big time. That well, was that was lazy football to me. The old, I, that's what I called it, lazy the fall, football. The false starts I didn't get. Um, and then... It's like they all lost their minds at the same time. The offside. Right. <laughs> the offsides... And I saw Parson remarked about it that the officials said something to them about calling in the neutral zone before the game started. But the one he got called for that they, I think they declined it. Mm-hmm. It looked like he was going to be offsides because he started, mm-hmm. but he never crossed the line of scrimmage. And it's like, what are you doing? So now, having said that, on the Parson sack, yeah, Sam Williams jumped, mm-hmm. and it. I went back and looked at it. And it was very close whether um, whether the ball had been snapped yet. Yeah, I, I, on my TV at I home, I had to sit there and I had to get it right. Mm-hmm. And you can get it to where the ball hasn't been snapped yet and his hand is into the neutral zone mm-hmm. where they could have called it, but they didn't call it. On the ground? Yeah, on the ground, right. Like it was, he started in the neutral right, zone? Right, he, he, he jumped forward. So it, Cowboys almost had Parson. I, I'm, not, I'm a little surprised that – the Cowboys got the call on that, no call on that one. Which, by but. the way, on the punt return, mm-hmm. I thought it was Sam Williams holding because he looked like he was holding <laughs> this guy up the middle. And I said, oh, he just got the number well, right. Well, obviously they knew that this was an opportunity. Yeah. So everyone was really concentrating on keeping their man from coming down the field, but just a little too vigorous. And it didn't have anything to do with the return. Mm-hmm. God, what a run that was. That was you could just see it. I thought he was gone. When, when you're in the, at the game, you can see the whole field at once, and you're mm-hmm. looking up and going, oh, here we go. Uh, and that didn't happen. So anyway, to me, you know, no ex- I understand the in- injuries, and we'll find out more. The worst part about them was – 
not until Saturday did they think anybody was going to miss a game. When I when I checked on Friday, it was like we're making Biadish and Zach Martin questionable just to cover ourselves because they didn't practice or would not have practiced on Friday, but thought they could play. I was very surprised. And then on I thought Saturday, you, I thought you screwed up. On Saturday, yeah, on Saturday, well, of, yeah. And go ahead, Mickey. On Saturday, they're leaving for the get for for the charter, and it's like Tyron Smith now turns up on the injury report. And they said on Sunday that, well, we're going to work him out. And then when they did the inactives, they didn't was, make him inactive. Questionable. Yeah, and they didn't make him inactive. And they, they said, to, I was told, that he was available on an emergency situation. Well, at some point in the second quarter, I deemed it an emergency. Get his ass in there. Yeah, what What are they waiting on? Yeah, right. I don't know. That seems like I don't emergency. need an injury. The offense is injured. What do they call an emergency? Jeez. And I wondered if they considered moving Tyler Smith from from left guard to well, left I think, tackle. Well, I think – Except that he had not played To your game. point on it was so late in the week, meaning the day before the game, before they realized they didn't have – these guys now Zach didn't practice all week so they were they were fine right. there as far as his replacement TJ Bass starts at right guard mm-hmm. and but as far as Biotish goes and, and so Hoffman doesn't get the reps during practice this week and Tyron had worked out during the had been practicing during the week and mm-hmm. so Chuma hadn't got and so had they had Tyler come up lame uh, to your point, if Tyler had come up lame on Wednesday, Tyron, Tyron, I mean, come up lame on Wednesday, then they might have kicked Tyler right, out. Exactly. But we don't know for sure what Mike Solari's thoughts are on where Tyler Smith is. I mean, obviously, he, he considered him from the outset. He's exclusively working at left guard. Right. But they did that last year, and then Tyron got hurt, and they kicked him out to left tackle. Because during the week, Chuma Aduga was playing left, basically so, left guard. So if Tyron was out for multiple weeks, right. I wonder they could what have they would do. If, if I know what would, I would have done. Would, they would probably kick Tyler out to left tackle, I would think. Put Chuma at guard. Yeah. So, but since Tyler had, and he was just coming back, getting his first activity of the season. Well, he hadn't himself. played a game since last year. The last he looked like year. it. Yeah. He looked like it. So there was a lot of penalties. I don't know if you have that, Savannah. How many penalties did he have? I don't have Tyler specifics. Smith. Tyler, like who? Yeah. Oh, I thought he just had one. I, was Tyler? it just one? Yeah, I saw some. I thought I saw at least two calls on him. All that right, were so pretty bad. Um, well, so I don't know. That's that's what I thought. That that game was winnable, even though they got beat. 20, I agree. Twenty eight sixteen. I agree. I, I agree. It was definitely winnable. Okay. When we come back, how about uh, we look at just how Arizona was able yes. to run the football so well against the Cowboys? Can, this is going to be your second. Sunday. Well, no, it's, <laughs> I did I did some research on it, and uh, everyone else can chime in when we come back here on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. 
You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back, back to Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, and uh, Everson asked the question about Tyler Smith and the offense, but you're thinking more Terrence Steele yes, rather sir. than Tyler. Yes. Tyler, I, uh, according to Pro Football Reference, Tyler did not have an offensive, uh, did not have a penalty in yesterday's okay. game. So, so just yeah. to clear that up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, let's clear Tyler Smith's name. Now we'll look up Terrence Steele here in a second. But uh, <laughs> all right, so why were the Cardinals able to run the football so well against? the uh, Cowboys in this game. I think, as you do as well, Mickey, that they took advantage of the aggression that Dan Quinn's defense plays with. Right from the start. Mm -hmm. Second play of the game. Second play. Josh Dobbs. Micah Parsons tackling James Conner, and he ain't got the ball. Mm -hmm. And there is nobody over there. uh, And... I mean, nobody's there. And if Bland doesn't run him down, it's a touchdown. He, he He's going. What, what the Cowboys had over 73 there. 73 yards. Okay. The, the formation, the, the personnel that the Cowboys had on the field, they they had on the right side of the defense. Parsons was at right defensive end, and he immediately rushed the passer. Right. Okay. And Dobbs on the zone read took the ball out and headed right past him. And so then you had Donovan Wilson and J. Ron Curse out on the flank, and they had two tight ends blocking both of them. Mm-hmm. And Hole was right there, and right up the seam goes down the sideline goes Joshua Dobbs for forty-four yards. And they ended up double teaming Curse over there, mm-hmm. right? So so 
they're in too tight end, but you're playing your nickel, big nickel, nickel, big nickel defense yeah. with curse. And, and all the tight end Ertz had to do was seal the edge, basically. Right. And right. That, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't any great block that he had to put on curse. The Cowboys were so intent on playing forward, aggressive defense, which has worked for them so much that all the tight end had to do is get in the way and the back or the quarterback in this case is down the sideline. And, and it's 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 Donovan Wilson's <clears throat> first game, right? So he takes a false step <sighs> to his left. And then And and to me That's all you gotta do. It's amazing you're, you're, in football. He, he's a veteran. One false step. This, other this other linebackers that, were to the other side of the formation, right. Clark and Vander. Last year he was one of the best safeties in the league, period. Right. But he, but he hadn't played. And that's the second no, but, play but of the season. I don't season. care if you hadn't played second or not. Play. Here's my thing, Spags. That's basic football. I know. That is basic football. He's got the tight end. I have leverage. That's basic football. I don't care how long you've been out. You got Junior but, high, middle school, they know I, know, I my, know I need my outside shoulder free. And man, you can't come in. He was so aggressive. You know, mentally so, he was he so was I too think, far ahead of himself. Well, well, I think what we need to figure out is who's setting the edge over there. He was. Uh, no, it you know, should have been Parsons. Yes, because because not, he got two not tight ends. What if, the, what if the tight ends go out and uh, Parsons is it fell for he fell for the handoff to Connor. It was, Wilson was the one that was supposed to have outside leverage. That's all I'm telling you on that particular well, play. Well, it's the second play since January. Mm. <laughs> Think about it. I, I, yeah, I do. And, you know, once again, basics are basics. And, well, and you we, can say we don't you know want. what the defense was. I'll, I'll, bet you, I'll bet you this doggone <laughs> microphone here that he's supposed to be outside. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I don't care how long it's been since you played. Basics are basics. And now, in regards to being able to make the tackle, yes, that's one thing. But just the mentality of where I need to be is where I need to be. I don't care how long it's been so since. So it goes okay, let me... back to what Bill and I said. Their over-aggressiveness got them. Yes. And you know what? I asked, Donovan, I asked uh, Demarcus Lawrence that afterwards. And, and and he said, you can say that, that they were way too aggressive and didn't everybody is going like hair, hair on fire after the ball and not everybody playing their responsibilities. That's, yeah, he said it was a big wake-up call mm-hmm. for the team, for yep. sure, for defense. With the Cardinals. The Cardinals. The Cardinals did what we thought the Giants and Jets would do exactly. against the Cowboys defense. Exactly. Which was run the football against them. Okay. When you've got an attacking defense like the Cowboys have had, and especially with the success the Cowboys have had with an attacking defense, what do you do? You run right at them, you know, and neutralize them. That well, way. well, I, I look at it like this uh, the Jets. And the Giants, they ran at their strength. They ran to the numbers. They thought they could overpower them. Mm-hmm. What the Cardinals did, they went backside, and they had numbers to the weak side. They also had the overloaded runway. They had a quarterback run threat too. That's, that that's another. That's just another yeah. player that you attack backside. So I don't care how many, how what position you had. If you had a linebacker versus a safety over there. It didn't matter. They were outnumbered to the weak side, period. Every time you ran that way, the hole was big, not because it was a cornerback over there. I don't care who was over there. They were, st- they were still going to be outmanned on that side. And and the Cardinals could look at what the Giants did on the first drive of the game with Daniel Jones running the football. Mm-hmm. And 
you can see that the this defense can be susceptible to it if you're going to pin your ears back and go after a sack all the time. Can, Zach Wilson did the same thing. Can mm-hmm. Mac Jones run the ball? <laughs> well, he yesterday, can, yesterday he got a, uh, a, a on a quarterback sneak, and then uh, they were playing the. It was uh, the corner. Sauce Gardner and him got into it big time after a quarterback sneak late in the game yesterday. So the second, so then go to the next possession, and and the defense actually stood up inside the, the five yard line, right, and forced a field goal. Then they get the twenty. Uh, it was a twenty two yard. Pass interference on Bland on the deep ball, and it was basically him doing um, to Brown what was done to Gallup, and they didn't pick up that flag, by the way, and that got him all the way to the twenty-three yard line. The best thing I can say about this game is they actually made some good run adjustments in the second half. Yep, and they, you know. You think after 182 in they the first half, figured they figured out. out yeah. why, why, so is it tough to <laughs> – hell, I was there. Yeah. I should know. But it, it shouldn't it be that tough to make that adjustment after the first quarter? Well, as Mike McCarthy said, if you wait to halftime to make the adjustments, you're late. you got to make them right away. That's right. And, and we didn't do it into the second uh, quarter. Because then that second possession when they ended up scoring the touchdown and then decided to go for two mm-hmm. uh, after the Cowboys, what did they do, jump off sides? On, on, they jumped off sides on the extra point? <laughs> Is that right? That's true. Yeah, Osa was off sides. And then that's when they decided. And so they decided they to go this. for two and then yeah. didn't make it, mm-hmm. and it was nine to nothing. But they also had – there was also um, a, a – um, a little dump off to Connor for 10 yards on third and two to make it first and goal. Well, I think we jumped off sides on a field goal as well, didn't we? And they tried to uh, – we had a, a penalty, and they tried to go – Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they still kicked the still field kicked goal. Still kicked the field goal, yeah. right. So let me ask you, um, Everson, uh, the mindset of the defense when you lose – uh, coming into a game like this, I'm trying to account for – is there something to be said for when you look at the aggressive play of the defense, trying to do too much to make a big play when you've lost your Pro Bowl cornerback Trayvon Diggs mm-hmm. and you know your offense is down three starters on the offensive line, where there it's not an it's not a question of effort, it's it's an attacking frame of mind that they have that they got to make a big play and the and the success they've had not only in two games this year but two seasons of the calling card of this defense is coming up with takeaways. And and when you look at defenses that are trying to have the reputation that the Cowboys are trying to have, it's going to be we're going to smother you no matter who you are or what you run. But the coaches have to make that adjustment. You can say we're going to smother you all you want. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, smart coaches are going to figure and out they, what's and the And they made that adjustment at halftime. Yeah, but once like. again, yeah. it's too late. Yeah. You know, you could, have, you could have made that adjustment after the first quarter. Even after the first drive, you should at least say, okay, guys, I see where they're trying to attack us. We saw it. The fans see it. What happened after the first drive? Okay, they're going backside. They're going to the weak side, overloading by one side, going back to the weak side. You can see that after the first drive. So where's the adjustment then? Mm. That's what I'm looking for. So 
What did you see on Rondell Moore's 45-yard Rondell Moore, 45-yard touchdown. The one that made it 15 Cowboys had, uh, I believe Micah, I'm looking at the TV copy, so it's hard to see some of the players, but I believe Micah was not on the field for that one. I believe Sam Williams was at right defensive end. And I wrote down, he got blocked. Who he? Sam Williams. Sam Williams. Uh-huh. He didn't set the edge. He got shoved inside. What happened to the linebacker coming over? Bell, 14, it was Bell, got Bell was the linebacker. He got blocked. You had, he had a tough day. You had, he uh, had a tough here was day. what uh, they had up Marcus front. Bell. They had three wide and a tight end flanked out, as and, I wrote down. And it was, um, it was up front. They had Armstrong, Golston, Gallimore, and Sam Williams. So Layton, they had the second second team line in on second and two at the Cowboys 45. Then the same grouping was in on the previous play, which was a first down completion to Moore for eight yards. Right. 47. And the uh, Vander Esch and Marquise Bell were the linebackers. And Vander Esch was to the left side of the defense and Bell was to the right side, which is where the play came. Right. See, and on that possession, they had them third and 11 at the 42. And that was the one, not only did Parsons get called for offsides, uh, Donovan Lewis got called for holding. And so they got five yards and a first down to set it up at the 47. Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis. Uh, did I, I say? said Donovan Lewis. Oh, okay. Jordan, Donovan. Jordan Lewis called for holding, yeah. Yeah. Who's Donovan Lewis? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I got a little bit of each, right? <laughs> I was looking for number six. Yeah. I was, wait, wait, I got Jay Lewis there. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. And Rondell Moore, you get him in the open field and you're not catching him. And, you know, you got to recognize they lined him up as a running back, right? Was He, he was in the yes. backfield. Yes. Right? He was lined up as a running so, back. So, we start off big nickel, right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, why? Because we knew what they were going to try to do. We knew they were going to try to run the ball. Why are we starting off big nickel? That's what we do. I don't know. Do we always start off big nickel? Because in the Jets, they started off with three linebackers, and they had Micah on the line of scrimmage. They started out. The reason we started out big okay, that's the base defense. Basically, for the Cowboys, is but a, is a four-two-five is a is the base defense. Basically, that's not what we and did whether you get. got the the big the big nickel is having a third safety, a regular nickel is having Jordan Lewis on yeah. the field as a yeah. slot. Yeah. The difference was they had two tight ends on the field. They mm-hmm. they went twelve personnel the first two plays of the game, and so that's why Donovan Wilson was on the field and not Jordan Lewis in that case. But you would think two tight ends. Let's put in once again, like a third, a three, a third. Make linebacker. Parsons the linebacker like and you bring in a, the a and you would have a, a Dorrance Armstrong playing defensive end, right? But the Cowboys have not been doing that for whatever reason. That's not. But what you would think been. that the approach that they had against the Jets, personnel-wise, that's what they would do against the Cardinals. And I say that because we necessarily don't respect Dobbs as a quarterback. We're looking at them running the ball with Connor. We knew that's what they were going to do. Or they with him. Out, yeah, we did they come out with two tight ends. So, okay, they're letting us know. We were right. But, no, we put in big nickel? Why? I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm sorry. I don't the, know why. The uh, 
the base defense basically has Michael Parsons as a defensive end, not a linebacker. Right? Yeah. So we got linebackers. So we have linebackers. You don't have enough linebackers there. You have you have because you, you should you can find the linebacker Mar- to play in Marquise in, Bell is your third linebacker, right? Basically, yeah. Either he or Wanye Thomas. Said basically, it was yeah. Not necessarily. And Wanye Thomas had no snaps on defense <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Did not so, see him. No. Right. He was. He had no snaps on defense. So Marquise Bell took the place of Demarvion Overshone, who was going to be your third linebacker. Okay. So let me just. It ask just a seems question. to me when you do that, that's to defend a passing quarterback or a tight end mm-hmm. that you can't cover. Am I? Am I? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is. A, so you tell me who who lined up? Who did they have in, against the Jets linebacker wise? Well, well who, who they have? Well, I'm I'm sure it 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 ended up being either Curse or Wanye Thomas, because they. Because that was Darren Waller, right? No, was that the Gi- the Giants? That's the Giants. Giants, and they used Wanye Thomas to take on Waller mm-hmm. in, in the first game. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you who. And, and I apologize. I do, rem- I do remember no, the first play I, of the, the game. First play of the game against the Jets when mm-hmm. Demarcus Law had a uh, um, Lawrence had a uh, four yard um, tackle, for, tackle loss for loss of Brees oh, Hall. Hall. Yeah, they were run at, on that particular play. They had, and I don't have it written down here. I'm going off memory here. Mm-hmm. They had D. Law as a stand-up linebacker on the left side. They had Chauncey Golston at left defensive end. Jonathan Hankins in the middle, and uh, Osa at right defensive end is like a five technique. And Micah was a stand-up linebacker on the right side. And you had Damone Clark and Leighton Vander Esch at linebacker. Right. We talked about it last week. It was your traditional Bill Parcells three-four defensive look. Mm-hmm. We so did talk about that. Yeah. Why not ditto that? That's my, that's I, my. I, and that's specifically why last night late after I got off work, I went home to find to figure out. What were they? Did they run that to start the game, and they did not. And, and so, but but Phoenix, I'm sorry, Arizona came out with twelve personnel. Okay, then yeah. <laughs> that was like and, okay. Uh, they're letting you know this is what we need to do. We need to repeat what we did against the Jets. And Zach Ertz has a nice name, but he ain't the Ertz from before. Either. Right. I don't think you had to worry about no. the tight end beating you, mm-hmm. right? In the passing game. In the yeah. passing. Yeah. Game. Yes. Yes, I understand. All right. We continue with more. Continue with frustration. (laughs) (laughs) The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shots. Dallas Cowboys game time powered by Lenovo, the official gaming platform and community of the Dallas Cowboys. Sign up now to compete in Madden 24 for a chance to win two tickets and a VIP experience to a 2023 Dallas Cowboys home game. Qualifiers begin on October 6th and run through the 13th. Learn more and register at Dallas Cowboys game time. So last night, I know we had a lot of negatives, but I was looking at one of the positives. All right, let's have it. Brandon Aubrey was three for three last night. Yes, he was. So good news there. I mean, he honestly, uh, it was his first, you know, he's the first rookie kicker to make 10 career field goals, 10 for 10 this season. Start the season, yeah, for the Cowboys. So that's good news. Yeah. That's very good news. All, All right, right. You side. want to make this a good it's news a good, segment? It's a good... <laughs> Optimism. Okay. What Optimism. are we going to do for the next 13 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I liked Hunter Lipke. Lip... You know what? He was great. Yeah. He did. Uh-huh. How, how about giving him the ball on the goal line? Uh, now, you know, we were asked that question last week. Right. And exactly. I, I just kind of dismissed it. That, well, we haven't seen that, whatever. I'm As soon as I saw him carry the ball in the game, I said, I'm good with that. He's leaning, he's leaning forward too. Well, yeah. and, he's he, and he's got a lot of experience carrying the football. What, his one college. run it was was it third and two or he went for eight yards. That's right. First down. I don't know who it was at first said that I think this guy ought to make the team. <laughs> around here. But man, that guy was a football genius. Okay, there's your positive. <laughs> Would you write that down, please? No, he, I will. I will. You know what? And when he's in there, he blocks well too. Yeah, I mean, by you can see. Uh, and they, sometimes they set him up sort of in a tight end role on the wing, and then he and I can see his versatility. Now he doesn't have the length that you want to see in a tight end necessarily, but his versatility offsets that. Where you can they Sean McEwen role from last year, uh, Lipke gives you more there. So question. Daryl in Corpus Christi wants to know why no Turpin, why no Deuce last night. That's a good question. I thought of it. Deuce um, played no snaps on offense, one snap on special teams. And Turpin only got a couple, I think. I, I put it in here. Let's look. <clears throat> so why, Mickey? 
I'm thinking they were just scared of that <laughs> offensive line to do anything. Because at one point anything I said, anything gadgety? Yeah, I said, at one point I said they were getting close inside the 20. Mm-hmm. And I, I basically said out loud uh, to Nick Harris, I said, they need a gadget play right now. And they tried the end around mm-hmm. to uh, CD, and it didn't work. But gadget plays don't work when you have inexperienced offensive linemen. Right. Because they're the ones that always screw up the blocking. And because, first of all, they're having a hard enough time just going ABC blocking. Now, all of a sudden, you throw in some tricky stuff, and it always leads to a disaster. I don't think I would have played them as much either because the pace of the game wasn't in our favor. You play guys like Deuce and Turpin when you've got the game under control offensively. Turpin we were nowhere two, close to that. Two offensive We snaps. were nowhere close to that. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I think they had to – when when they saw on set, probably on the plane flight to Arizona, <laughs> they're changing their offensive yeah. game plan. You had to. When they knew those you two guys to. weren't going to play. Because that's how we got in trouble last year. We tried to trick stuff. He misses this. All of a sudden we're like, oh, crap. He's right in my face. And then we got a, a fumble or a turnover, uh, an interception or something like Which that. Which was why there was more an emphasis on running the football. That's right. Because That's of the right. offensive Just keep him going yes. forward. Keep, keep him, him going yep. forward. And so and Rico Dowdle was another positive from yesterday. The only game. thing yes. I saw yesterday I was disappointed in Dak in regards to he's very passive on the, on the RPO. There was a couple of times he's given the ball to Pollard. They all went with Pollard. He, he was. I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, he, actually said, he actually said <laughs> after the game about the, the red zone or goal-to-go yeah. problems. He goes, he, he said, i got to be better, and I probably need to use my feet more. He's got to. Uh, two times. It was wide open. If not for a touchdown, it could have been for a first down. Right. And you put yourself in position now because you gave Pollard the ball. They were on it, and it was a two-to-three-yard loss. So at least mitigate some of the losses yeah. by just using your feet a little bit. It may not be a touchdown, but you won't be sitting at third and six as opposed to, you know, third and one. You know, even on the pass to Gallup in the end zone, he was a little slow, and he admitted afterwards he needed to get it, it out quicker. Soft. It right. was soft. It yeah. was soft pass. And, um, he was so wide know, open. What was, yeah, and it was, what was so interesting, too, was after that. Okay, there were five, about 520 left in the game at that point when they picked up the flag. Mm-hmm. And then five straight rushing plays. Right. And then the last play, the interception. And so over two minutes of the clock comes off mm-hmm. but dur- during those five rushing plays. And I'm, I'm sure a couple of those were RPOs where he probably could have kept the ball and, and done better with it. So did you have a problem with him going for it on fourth down? And they got stopped instead of kicking yeah, the field goal. Yeah, they needed to kick the field goal there, in my opinion. See, I thought because of it's just, it's just the the math on. Okay, now you're you're down eight. You get it down to five. Right. And then and with the time left, you know, and I know the coach is looking at it that okay, how many more possions are we going to have and that sort of thing. And at that time, uh, they had made some defensive adjustments. But as it turned out, they had enough time. If they had kicked the field goal, I mean, let's say now the game wouldn't play out maybe the same way because the field position is different, whatever. But let's say from a timing standpoint, they can't. They if they had kicked the field goal and they'd gotten the ball back in the same timely fashion, they got down and they kicked another field goal. Now you're down two points rather than five points uh, at 21-16. You would have been 21-19, and now a field goal wins the game when you get the ball back the next time. Where, was that at the end of the 
If you have your, I know if Mickey, you have your, oh, Mickey is if you have your, sta- if you have your starters in, if you have yeah. your starters in, that's a good idea. So that's yeah. a good, that's a good choice. I think, but you don't have your starters in on the O line. This is yeah. this is what happened. That's why there. I didn't I, I didn't have confidence in scoring touchdowns. He he, uh, he had in his mind, I think, when, when it was third and goal at the three, mm-hmm. uh, that this is two down, two more downs. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm going four downs here, and then. They got the hold on a doga, uh, and so it, it ended up going third and goal at the 13, and then they, they got nine yards, so they were almost back to the same situation. Um, because on third and goal at the three, uh, did he throw the ball on that one? See, oh, that was the one he dropped the snap. Remember, he dropped the snap, and then and it was incomplete. And, and see, that yeah. was that was with three minutes left in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. It was early. Fourth and four. Fourth and four. The incompletion was with two fifty-seven left in the third quarter. But in his mind, he heard me saying, "The more field goals you kick, the closer you are to losing." <laughs> who who says that all the time? Gets on my freaking nerves. Me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Nick. right too, by the way. Now, having, now there was a game last night, apparently, where you or yesterday afternoon, I guess it was the Chargers. Was it no? It wasn't the Chargers. It was the Raiders and. Uh, Josh McDaniel had a fourth down. They were down eight, and he decided late in the game, and he decided to kick a field goal to get within five, rather than going forward on fourth and four. And then four they play. scored a yeah, and ended up winning, right? No, they lost. They kicked the field goal, got to oh, within oh, five. Oh, yes, yes, whereas, yes. And and I did not see it myself. I'm hearing people on the radio talk about it mm-hmm, today, and he's mm-hmm. getting roundly criticized, and it sounds like rightly so for uh, not being more aggressive. Yeah, yeah, for kicking the field goal, just mm-hmm. from a math standpoint, right? You know, right. And, it, and what he said after the game was, well, regardless, we had to get, the, we're going to have to get the ball again. No, regardless, <laughs> if, if you if you score a touchdown, get a two point conversion. You've tied the game, and even if you don't get the ball again, if you hold the team from scoring, you're going to overtime. You don't have to. You know how you have some teams they want to just get. They think they need two scores. Yeah, they say let's just get the field. They're thinking about winning the game rather than forcing overtime. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Cowboys would have loved overtime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, we would have. (laughs) And I can't remember. I think Dak said it. Dak Dak said it. He said if we had, if we. Was it him or McCarthy? One of the two said it. If we had scored touchdowns instead of kicking field goals, we'd still be playing right now. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you got to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I know the offensive line. I get it. Uh, but you were so close. So you were good with him going forward on fourth and four. I, I just thought he was going to do it. I thought he was going to do it on Would the Would you third. have done it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm tired of. I know. Got to score. That's your philosophy. You can't kick field goals. Well, he said it's going to be so, week five. So you, didn't he say week five to where we have our red zone together? They mentioned that on TV. You. It you, won't be until week five to where red zone is going to be where so it needs you, to be. You get beat twenty-eight nineteen. Big deal. 20, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. If you kick that field goal. Because they gave up a sixty-nine-yard pass after they were down <laughs> by five points. Yeah. All right. That does it for this uh, awful edition. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. It was a very good addition. Of an awful game. Accomplish? What we accomplished? We got the reason why they lost. We got it off. We got it off. I got it off my chest. That's what I got. And the twenty-four hour rule is up here in just a few. And if you want to text eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight tomorrow. Okay. And for the next show, which is Hanging with the Boys, coming up shortly here on DallasCowboys.com. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?